Hey guys, this is Liz, and you're listening to episode 20 of Tacos and Tales. Welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I am Jane, and this is my big sister, Liz. Hey guys, welcome back. Hope everybody has had a really great week. We are now in February, the month of love. Hopefully (laughs) (laughs) hopefully everybody has their Valentines picked out. And by Valentines, we meet what we meet. We mean what chocolate you're going to be eating on Thursday. I think a lot of people are starting their New Year's resolution this month. I was, I've was i been seeing on social media that January is kind of like the trial <laughs> 2019, and now we're really going to get into it. So we're going to bring y'all consistent episodes every week on Taco Tuesday. Uh, we, we're sorry that we missed last week, but, you know, life happens, and... Sometimes things just don't go how you want them to, and also we were lazy, so thank you so much for all your support. Goodbye. Okay, I want to put, put, put some of that music like on Full House <laughs> tonight on a very special Tacos and Tales. <laughs> we talk about what it means when you're not prepared. Jane has a cigarette in her purse, and her mom finds it. They don't do stuff like that on shows anymore. You know what? I was—I don't think that we watch network television anymore, like the stuck-up queens that we are. <laughs> um, but I was watching something at the nail salon, and it was like a Tim Allen show. I don't even know what it's called, where he has three daughters. Mm, Man of Men of the House. I don't know. Yeah, an undertone. But it was like Man something. Uh, get off your phones and talk to each other, and like it did have a message. So it was very reminiscent of like the '90s shows that always had a. A message and like, you know, family always comes first and blah 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 whoop de woo. So, hmm. if you have if you haven't watched it, watch it and tell me what it's about because I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> it's called Man Something. I, I know it got canceled because he, oh, no. well, it got canceled on ABC because of something that he said like political or something, mm. and so ABC canceled him. But then I think Twenty Six or uh, Fox was the yeah, like, it was on Fox. Come over here. That's crazy. We're, you know, we believe in freedom of speech. But anywho, I hear you. We're not gonna get on that. I have to. I have to figure out what he said. So it was funny yesterday because there was three things that I wanted to text you, and they were all having to do with tacos. So every time I picked up my phone to text you, I was like, "Oh wait, let me save that for the podcast. So I can say it on the podcast." <laughs> Which I'm not ashamed to admit that three texts that I was going to send yesterday were regarding tacos. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't, were, they weren't all at the same time. They were like at different times of the day. <laughs> you really didn't even text me yesterday. Is that all you had to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, Liz gets really busy at work, according to herself. Um, so I hate when she's busy at work because then she doesn't text me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But then I like, or then sometimes like, I'll be I'll keep. I don't have my new message notifications on, so I'll just keep looking at my phone to see if I have, like, a new little one down at my message thing. Oh, my God. Waiting for Jane to text me back, and I'm like, oh. But then I go to the text, and it's like, she sent me the message last, so I never texted her anything. (laughs) 
Hello, huh. darkness, my old friend. <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of y'all can relate to that. But the first taco thought that I was going to send you was, how do you feel about uh, tacos with, uh, fajita tacos with um, tomato and lettuce? Ooh, I hate it. <sighs> Next question, please. Because, <laughs> because yesterday I asked my friend um, to get me some tacos and she brought me two fajita tacos, and I guess I didn't think, Ew. like, to tell them, can you put, like, cebolla and cilantro? And they came with lettuce and tomato. Mm-mm. They were good, but in retrospect, like, why would you put lettuce and tomato? I think it's just, like, a very whitewashed, like, American thing. Just, like, the... I, I really don't even like, like, cheese and sour cream, which it, I think is kind of like a Texas thing. But it was, um... It was a, it's a Mexican restaurant. Well, that's how they do it at Ronchito. Maybe it's like a, a from a different part of Mexico. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah. Also, on that same note, I had um, one of the guys at work bring me a taco the other day. And it had like a big old dollop of beans in it. And I'm like, why do people put beans in their tacos? Ooh. That's, uh, that's more of like a burrito. He's like, do you want me to bring you one or two? And I was like, oh, I'll, have, I'll take two. Y'all know I'm a big girl. What am I doing with one taco? He's like, oh, that has a lot of stuff in it. And I was like, I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but then he brought it, and it was just like, pura, like, puro frijol. So, I don't know. I was a little miffed at that, but. Huh. I've never. Yeah. I guess we're just purists, like. Cilantro and onion. Yeah. And then my second thing is that I always forget about tacos with tortilla de harina. Mm. Because. Those same tacos, they had flour tortillas. Yeah, a lot. I feel like a lot of like Anglo's want flour tortillas. Like when I go eat with the guys from work, they always get flour tortillas, and I'm just like, I actually don't want the tortillas. I just want the fajitas. They're really good, and I love um, tortillas, uh, flour tortillas. But I never ordered them with flour tortillas. I think I associate them more with breakfast. Yeah, but anyway, those are just my random thoughts of yesterday. Okay, and um. I do have a taco fun fact. <laughs> Get ready for some fun. How many... Okay, so you said that you ate two tacos. So how many tacos do you think that you've ever eaten? Mm. Well, it depends. Like the what most kind of tacos tortillas? you've ever had at one sitting. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, it depends on like the th- little tortilla size or like the little like super authentic ones or are they like the ones from the pack or are they like tortilla de harina and for those of you that can't see me i just made a, a small circle a medium circle and then a larger circle and i just did it again we're gonna put this on youtube guys even though i don't have any clues <laughs> <laughs> um well the the record for most tacos eaten in one sitting is guess 462 tacos. No. <laughs> 92 tacos. I think I could eat 92. <laughs> Joey Chestnut. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Joey Chestnut ate 92 tacos in 8 minutes to win a competition <sighs> and a $4,000 cash prize. He already has the world record um, for eating... Oh, I'm sorry. He already held the world record for eating 128 tacos in 2017. So this time he was a little bit slow. 
But I just... Competitive eating is really gross to me. Yes, I was just about to say that. And we've had this conversation before. Especially, like, hot dogs. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. But, yeah. So, he ate 92 tacos in 8 minutes. And that's my taco fun fact for today. I had a great time. Thank you so much for sharing. I think we'll just go ahead and jump right into our stories after those after those amazing fun facts. Um, where's your story from, Liz? So today, my story is a South American tale. That's great. My story is going to take you down under. Some might say that South America is down under. Can't get any more down under than this in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my momentum. <laughs> so today I'm going to tell you the story of La Pata Sola. La Patasola is a vampiric creature who wanders mountains, forests, and jungles, where she appears to lonely men who happen to be in the area. As do I. (laughs) (laughs) She appears as a beautiful and enchanting woman to lure away the man from his group, and once they are deep in the forest, she reveals her true form. Tangled and matted hair... One breast, a large mouth with long canine teeth, eyes that are reported to glow like those of a cat. But maybe the most terrifying thing of all is that she has one leg. And at the end of that leg is said to be the foot of a bear. What? (laughs) So that is where her name comes from, La Patasola, which translates to one foot. And so what does she do to these men that have been pulled from their groups? Well, um, some say that, I will get to that, but some say that she is a protector of the forest and destroys all those who wander in. She even changes landscapes to disorient hunters and casts spells to throw off hunting dogs. Hmm. There are several versions of how her story is said to have begun. Number one, she married a jealous man who accused her of cheating. He was so convinced of her guilt that he took an axe to cut off her leg. When he saw what he had done, he took her to the deepest part of the forest where she would, where she could bleed to death. Oh my gosh. Uh, number two, she was a magical temptress, cruel to both men and women. And for this, they chopped off her leg and threw it in a fire and left her to die. In the forest. Okay. (laughs) Number three, she was the mother who killed her son and was banished to the woods. And somehow she ended up barefoot. Lost her foot, I guess. And her boo in the elements. Um, but so to answer your question, once she finds her prey, she uses her fangs to suck out the blood. Or suck out their blood. Many people have said that at night. You can hear screams and howls, and it is said that when she walks through, even the animals and vegetation tremble before her. Ooh. I know, it's creepy. And once she is done feeding and she feels satisfied, she climbs to the highest point of the forest, and she sings this song. We are the daughters of Triton. <laughs> no. Yo soy más que la sirena, en el mundo vivo sola, y nadie se me resiste porque soy la pata sola. 
en el camino, en la casa, en el monte y en el río, en el aire y en las nubes, todo lo que existe es mío. Whoa. And that translates too. <laughs> I'm more than the siren. I live alone in the world and no one can resist me because I am the patasola. On the road, at home, on the mountain and the river, in the air and in the clouds, all that exists is mine. Crazy. Um, I, according to my research, I think this this legend is based a lot in like Colombia and Venezuela. Okay. Um, according to my research, <laughs> some people, in order to protect themselves from her, they will place a mirror at their door. So in case she happens to come close, she'll see her own reflection and run back into the woods. What the heck? Others say that if you see her, you must say, Pata sola, pata sola, lamento que viva sola, pero si te atreves a agredirme, yo te cortaré tus muletas, mejor vete y haz maletas. So if you can remember all that, <laughs> you're good. You're good. And that translates to... Patasola, patasola, I regret that you live alone, but if you dare to attack me, I'll cut off your crutches. Better go and pack. <laughs> it makes more sense in Spanish. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully some of you have that, like, jotted down on a little paper next to your door. Um, but, uh, so, once again, a cautionary men, cautionary tale to men... <laughs> To all be, men are cautionary <laughs> to be careful or mindful of when they see a beautiful woman. I just feel a little bit attacked. <laughs> <laughs> just because my hair is mad, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's the legend of La Patasola from South America. Oh, interesting. I think I'm ready to go down under. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> This is a family podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, too bad I don't know how to do an Australian accent. Hello, mate. No? Is, no. It, is that Australian? No. Well, they say mate, don't they? If you say khakis, if you can say khakis, then you're saying car keys in Australian. I thought khakis was car keys in, like, New Jersey Bronx. Khakis. khakis. Oh. I don't know. You know what accent I really like? A New Zealand accent. Oh my gosh, yes. I follow um, Shan XO. She's a Australian beauty blogger. And sometimes I'm like, wait, what did she say? I was just paying attention to how she said it. I follow uh, Kato Potato. <laughs> and uh, she has a New, New Zealand. She's from New Zealand. And her accent is really funny. Yeah. I mean, not funny, but yeah, well, she's really it's, funny. It's really like, um, I don't know, like it's kind of soothing almost. Yeah. Shen, not now. Oh my gosh. Okay, never mind. I tried to find a video of her talking and she's just acting silly. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, okay, so my story is about the Gala and the Ula. Okay, I've never heard of that. Ula the lizard was tired of laying in the sun doing nothing. Same. <laughs> so he said, I will go and play. He took his boomerangs out and began to practice throwing them. While he was doing so, a gala came up and stood near, 
watching the boomerangs come flying back. Hmm. The kind of boomerangs that Ula was throwing were booberas. They are smaller than others and more curved, and when they are thrown properly, they return to the thrower. Ula was proud of having the gay gala watch his skill. So in pride, he gave the boobara an extra twist and threw it with all his might. Whizzing, whizzing, whizzing through the air, it came back, hitting as it passed her the gala on the top of her head, taking both feathers and the skin clean off. <gasps> and the gala is like a, I think like a cockatiel type bird. Okay. So they have feathers on top of their head. Mm-hmm. Like the little ones that stand up. Mm-hmm. The gala set up a hideous cawing, croaking shriek and flew about, stopping every few minutes to knock her head on the ground like a mad bird. Ula was so frightened when he saw what he had done and then noticed the blood was flowing from Gala's head that he glided away to hide under a bindea bush. But the Gala saw him. She never stopped the hideous noise she was making for a minute. When she reached the bindea bush, she... Bush, she rushed at Ula, seized him with her beak, and rolled him on the bush until every bindea had made a hole in his skin. I think it's like a, a bindea is like a cactus. Zendaya? Bindea. (laughs) It's like a bunch of little zendayas. (laughs) Then she rubbed his skin with her own bleeding head. Now then, she said, you, Ula, shall carry bindeas on you always and the stain of my blood. And you, said Ula, as he hissed from pain from the stingling of the prickles, shall be a ball-headed bird as long as I am a red prickly lizard. So to this day, underneath the Gala's crest, you can always find the bald patch, which the Bubara of the Ula made. And in the country of the Galas are lizards, colored colored reddish-brown and covered with spikes like Bindaya prickles. Huh. So that explains how they came to be. Interesting. Uh-huh. Muy interesante. Mm-hmm. And we'll read like a third grader. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be posting, I guess, pictures of those. Of the birds. The yeah. birds, yeah. Because uh-huh. I don't, don't think I've ever even heard of those birds. Uh-uh. So, yeah, that was an interesting story from the land under. From Australia. From under. Australia. I'd love to go there, even though they have, like, five-foot-wide spiders and like that. Well, I think that right now, much like the north is frozen, they're melting. I think it's, like, extreme, extreme heat going on right now down there. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... Hmm. <clears throat> Never mind. Wait. <coughs> we might have to wait a little bit. Peace, Sherman, have- 42 Wallaby Way, <laughs> Sydney, Australia. <laughs> But they have really big bugs. Did you just say that? Yeah, I just said they had like five foot. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have the stomach <laughs> to go over there. Maybe if I could wear like a net. Currently in Sydney, it's only seventy three degrees. Huh? I think you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, isn't it like a desert? What is the high gonna be? Eighty six. Hmm. What Fake they? news. Where did you get this information. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> you heard it here first on Tacos and Tales podcast. <laughs> hey, but I said it with conviction, so <laughs> you have to believe me. That's all you need. I like to say that in New Zealand. 
it's 53 degrees, so I'm not sure where. <laughs> I was trying to bring you back, <laughs> but you're just wrong. Okay, maybe it's just something that I overheard and then I trusted whoever said it. So that was my story from the land down under. Okay, I'm going to stop saying that. From Australia. <laughs> Why is um, it called the land down under? I don't know. Well, it's like on the bottom of the earth. Okay. Since earth is flat, it's on side B. <laughs> <laughs> like a record. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I think I saw a headline that said a cruise. There's a specific cruise for people who think that the earth is flat. Oh my gosh. Or something. I don't know. I mean, but no, I can't. I'm like, I can't justify it. That doesn't even make any sense. But um, there are a lot of people that believe that. There are also a lot of people that believe that this situation that we're in was a good idea. But we're not going to talk about that right now. This podcast? (laughs) Yes. Before we go, if you haven't, make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos and Tales Podcast and on Twitter at Tacos and Tales. Hope everybody has a great week. To anybody who lost money on the Super Bowl, that's what you get. <laughs> now you don't have money for tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Taco Tuesday. Bye.